I'm so glad that I know it was the blood. I know, I know, I know, I know it was the blood. So Remember Patty. Save me. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. 
And good morning, everyone. Welcome to Firstborn Ministries in Loves Park, Rockford, Illinois, where we are taking Jesus as he is to people as they are. We pray that the service is a blessing to you today. We pray that the blessings of God would rest upon your heart as you watch this service here this morning. Wherever you're at, if you're in your home, in your car, the bedroom, wherever you're at, uh, we pray that you feel the presence of the Lord in a special and a mighty way. Uh, we have a couple of announcements that we would like to make before we get started with the service. And today, at 2 o'clock, we will be having a drive-through prayer that will begin at 2 o'clock. When you come into the parking lot, stay to your right and uh, drive on through the parking lot. There will be cones that will, uh, you'll be able to follow that will direct you under the carport. And there, the pastors will be laying hands on your cars and praying for you and for your family. We ask that you please stay in your car. Don't get out of your cars. We want to uh, try to cooperate with Winnebago County Health Department and uh, with our city. And so uh, looking forward to seeing each and every one of you. And uh, I know that it will be a blessing. Uh, at 5 o'clock, we will have a revival rerun. And I know that you won't want to miss that. Uh, today's service, uh, the sermon title is Chapel of Bones. And so tag somebody and uh, uh, share that with uh, someone whenever you get online. Next week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday <clears throat> at noon, uh, we're starting something new called Classic Firstborn Ministries. And by classic, we mean this. Years ago, when the church first started, the name of the church was United Pentecostal Church of the Firstborn Incorporated. That's a long name, isn't it? And uh, uh, during that time, uh, we didn't have videotapes, but we did have audio tapes. And so we're taking some of the old classics from years ago, and we're going to be putting them online for people to be able to listen to. That will begin on Monday, and we will put a new one on Wednesday and a new one on Friday, and that will be at noon during uh, those days. Also, watch the like page for our schedule to see a service schedule and things that are going on here at Firstborn Ministries. If you'd like to give, and we encourage you to continue to give to your church, and if this is not your home church, we encourage you to give to your home church. If you don't have a home church, we would encourage you to give to Firstborn Ministries. There are three ways that you can give to Firstborn Ministries. You can either mail your check in, and that would be all right, or you could come by the church and uh, you could uh, ring the doorbell or come to the front and uh, one of the secretaries will come and uh, they will take that tithe or that offering uh, for you. Or finally, you can give online, firstbornupc.com slash give. And as you do so, we know that the Lord will bless you in a mighty way. Let's pray and ask God to be with us now for the next few minutes. Father, as we come to you today, we thank you for this is the day the Lord has made. We thank you for every person in this congregation. We thank you, Father, for every other person that is watching today or that will be watching this next week. I pray, Father, that you would lift their hearts, lift their spirit. I pray that you would bring healing to those that are in need of healing. For, Lord, we are reminded again of your word that says, by your stripes we are healed. I pray, Father, that you would touch those that are feeling discouraged and feeling shut in like all of us are. God, that we would realize that it won't be long and we'll be able to be back about our business and doing things and be with one another again. Thank you, Father, for touching the singers and the preaching today. Let your will be done, and we will praise and honor you. Thank you for being here. Let's go ahead and have some church today. God bless you is our prayers.
for the victory this morning. to say you can't tell me to stop or turn around I've come way too far to turn back around to what I once was because when Jesus brought me out when he took my sins away it was the greatest day that I ever had in my life and because of that no matter what comes my way no matter hell or high water no matter mountain or valley, no matter if people spit in my face because of the name of Jesus, no matter if I have to go to jail, His name shall be praised. 
turning back. I'm not turning back. I'm not turning back. I'm not turning back. Amen. God bless you this morning. Thank you for watching this morning. I know you have felt the Holy Spirit as this praise team has ushered His Spirit, God's Spirit, in your room this morning. Wasn't this a wonderful time of praise and worship? Amen. Who says we can't? Be 20, 30, 40, hundreds of miles away and not worship and praise the Lord together. I'm so thankful for this live stream. So thankful for those that are coming each and every week. God bless this praise team. Uh, God bless those that are working in sound and media. What a wonderful job they're doing. And thank you. As I've said before, thank you for your giving. Because of your giving, we were able to get this wonderful live stream set up. We're able to pay the bills each month to have internet access so that we are able to stream it right to your household. So thank you so much. Thank you, praise team. God bless you all. Amen. Wonderful job. Can you just give them a hand clap at your house, wherever you might be? Amen. Give them a thumbs up online. Amen. God bless them. Amen, amen, amen. You want to sing one more song? here this morning. It's a beautiful hymn that says, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. Amen. Worship the Lord with us as we sing. I thought number one would surely be me. I thought I could be what I wanted to be. I thought I could build on life's sinking sand. But I can't even walk without you holding my hand. I can't even walk without you holding my hand. The mountain's too high, the valley's too wide. Down on my knees, I learn to stand. And Lord, I can't even walk. Without you holding my hand Oh, I thought I could do A lot on my own Oh, I thought I could make it Well, all the day long I thought of myself as a mighty, mighty man, but Lord, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. Oh, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. Oh, the mountains too high. Oh, the valley. Down on my knees, 
to stand. Oh, Lord, I can't even walk without you holding my I'll think I'll make Jesus my all and all. Oh, and if I'm in trouble, on Him I will call. If I didn't trust Him, I'd be less of a man. Oh, Lord, I can't even walk without you holding my hand oh i can't even walk without you holding my hand oh the mountain the mountain oh and the valley oh yes down on my knee where i learned and Lord, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. Can we sing it together now? Say, I can't even. Come on, sing it where you're at this morning. You holding my hand. The mountains too high and the valleys too wide. Down on my knees, oh, I learned to stand. And Lord, I can't even walk. Oh, Lord, I can't even walk. Oh, Lord, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. Hallelujah. Now give the Lord some praise where you're at this morning. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord. We worship you, Jesus. Amen. And I know that song to be true here today. Amen. If you could stand, we'll go to the reading of the Lord's Word. Amen. God bless you as you stand to honor His Word here this morning. Amen. I'm going to go to one passage of Scripture. We'll go to Proverbs 13 and verse number 12. Proverbs, the 13th chapter, and verse number 12. Thank you, Jesus. Welcome to all of our guests again. Thank you for watching this morning. God bless you. We love and appreciate you very much. Hebrews 13 and verse 12 says this, Hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when desire cometh, it is a tree of life. Hope deferred maketh the heart sick. But when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated wherever you may be here today. Amen. Have you ever felt like, man, oh man, I wish this day would end? Or maybe in the circumstances that we are in today, boy, oh boy, I wish this month would end. Or I wish this next month now would end, the month of May, to get to June. I mean, things have been building up and the pressure seems more than we can bear. You just want things to go away and get back to normal. Have you been there? Are you there today? 
No one likes waiting. It feels good to get what we want. But when our expectations are delayed for a long time, we all experience disappointment and loss of hope. There isn't one of us that doesn't feel disappointed when things didn't go as planned. In some cases, prolonged waiting for what we eagerly desire can become such an infliction to us that it differs little from a lingering sickness. This scenario is the exact meaning of Solomon's words here. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. I want to talk about that here this morning for a little bit. Hope deferred. Hope deferred. The term deferred in this passage means to put off or drag out, as in a long, drawn-out process. Hope deferred can look like many things. A prayer of salvation for a loved one that continues unanswered year after year. And agonizing job search filled with endless interviews and rejections. A a long-term battle with cancer or a heartbreaking string of miscarriages. Stay-at-home orders where we are unable to see our church family or even our natural family. Unable to hug your grandbabies and your kids. It is being deferred to another day and another time. We all eagerly hope for something Uh, something better to come around the corner. We all hope for something important and it keeps being postponed and the longing we feel can make our heart sick. There are some that are battling right now with severe depression and severe heartache, relapsing into issues that you thought you were over in this life. But can I just be real for a moment this morning and tell you that you are not the only one going through depression this morning. You are not the only one going through a heartache this morning. You are not the only one going through a relapse of something that you thought you might have kicked a long time ago. Remember, it was the wisest man to ever live that wrote this book, King Solomon, who most scholars believe he wrote this to his son and to other boys that were growing up to be men in that kingdom. But this is more than just to the boys or men, but to every person who desires righteous living should read this wonderful book of Proverbs. Solomon Solomon must have lived this himself, a deferred hope. And told us that we would all suffer this at times in our life. You are not the only person, as I've said, going through this this battle. Don't let the enemy tell you that you are all alone in this battle. You are not alone and you will never be alone. I want you to remember something this morning. That sometimes it's okay just to not be okay. It's okay just sometimes to have a bad day. It's okay sometimes just to wake up and say, man, oh man, I don't know what came over me, but something came. It's okay sometimes not to be okay to have a bad day, to have a time where you cry out and say, God, I need your help. I need your strength in this place. The word hard in this passage embodies not only the mental or emotional core, but the whole inward person. 
if something makes the heart sick. It causes despair. It causes affliction. The Good News Bible translation renders this verse like this. When hope is crushed, the heart is crushed. Hope deferred can lead to depression, anxiety, and actual physical sickness. When we wait for a good thing for so long, that desire and expectation turns to hopelessness and we can become spiritually dried up and vulnerable to the enemy's attacks. Am I talking to anybody here this morning that feels spiritually dry and you thought if I could just get back to church at the physical location, it would be all right. But now you look and say another week, another month, What am I going to do? Hope is being deferred everywhere that we look. I'm already struggling. I'm trying, but I'm struggling. Can anybody be honest this morning and say, sometimes it's okay just to not be okay? Hope deferred. Hope deferred, hope deferred, hope deferred. We get to the point of feeling that hope deferred. As we end, we begin to worry. Let me tell you this morning that worry is the thief of life. Worry never accomplished one thing. It never paid a bill. It never restored one's health. It never made a friend. It didn't get rid of a virus. It doesn't change anything for the better. I would say it makes it worse a man was sitting on a park bench shredding old newspapers and spreading them around what are you doing asked a bystander I'm spreading this paper around to keep the elephants away the visitor looked around the well-kept city park and said I don't see any elephants the man smiled and said works pretty good doesn't it (laughs) see worry is like that We expend a lot of energy on problems that don't exist. Yes, I know we all face real problems today. There is a real crisis going on in this city and the nation. There is a pandemic going on today. That is real. But we often create additional problems by thinking of all the bad things that might happen because of it. The things that might come our way. You've not been able to sleep because of it. The worrying is clouding your mind and is clouding your thinking. You're thinking even now, can I ever go back to church again? Can I ever even get out of my house again? Your hope has been deferred so much. It has made your whole body sick. And I'm not talking about a physical sickness here this morning. But I'm even talking about a spiritual sickness here this morning. There's so much worry in your life. You don't know who's right and who's wrong. Well, let me tell you what the Bible says about worry. The Bible says you can't add one inch to your stature. You can't add one second to your lifespan by worrying. You can't add money to your bank account by just sitting and worrying and let every bad and evil thought go through your head. Nothing gets accomplished when you worry. Why don't you let hope re-enter into your room this morning? Why don't you let God's hope enter into your room? and lift you back up again come on God is getting ready to show up he's getting ready to take you through the fire again as that song said 
We're all going through a fire in this place. We're all going through a fire in this nation. But just like the three Hebrew children had to go through the fire, they had to go through the flames. They didn't go around it, but they went right through it. I feel we're going through this together in this church. Yes, there's been some heartache. There's been some problems and issues. But I feel like when we get on the other side, those that went through the fire is going to say, hey, I made it through I either made it through on this side or I made it through on the other side come on somebody I made it through on the other side and heaven is now my home my God, my God, my God I feel the Holy Ghost in this place I'm speaking to a group of people in homes that are hopefully full of hopes or you once were Yes, I do know for some though, it is hard for you to hope in anything because of the bleak, how bleak your situation looks and the enemies and the problems that never seem to stop rolling around in your mind. But I think even those that are watching in the most difficult situation, you can still have Hope. What are some of those hopes? Let me tell you some of my hopes. And this is not exactly spiritual, okay? But I hope baseball season starts up soon. Yeah. <laughs> Rob said, yes, please. I hope the Cubs beat the Cardinals every single time this year. I hope the Cubs win the World Series against the White Sox. Some of you are hoping for the basketball season. Some of you are hoping for a beautiful summer. I know those aren't spiritual and, and those are things just in the natural realm. But there seems, I just, I think there's hope that is rising in this nation today. Hopes that there is light at the end of the tunnel with this virus that we are battling with. Hope that things are getting better and not worse. Hope that things might get back to normal. Hope that we can come back to the church building and assemble together and worship side by side. I don't know when that's going to be, but I am hopeful for that day. Maybe you have personal hopes today. Maybe you're a businessman or woman hoping to get that next contract. An employee hoping that you won't be laid off or furloughed. Someone who's looking for a job today hopes that this next week someone's going to you're going to answer the phone and someone's going to offer you a job. For most people, the normal experiences of days crowded with hopes which are either fulfilled or deferred. Even our nation was built on a hope for independence from the United Kingdom because we hope for life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness and to be able to worship God freely as we choose. Larger, deeper hopes control smaller, more immediate hopes. According to some, the basic hope of each person is for power. Many others contend that our most basic desire Desires for money, but ma'am, sir, let me tell you that power and money will fade when life itself is in question. Then the hope eclipses to health. We want a good report from the doctor, we want more time with our family. We will go to extraordinary lengths to secure our life or the life of someone we love. Money and fame will mean nothing to us just for a few extra moments. We'll travel. 
travel to visit doctors. We'll look at the latest research. We'll lose our own financial security. If it's a question about life itself, isn't that where many are going through today? And when even that hope for a longer life in this world fades, then it goes to a new hope. They hope for a right relationship with God, their creator, their judge. And that overshadows all other hopes. Even when our finances are gone and our health is broken, we are still concerned to hope that when we walk in the way that others have walked before us, through that valley of the shadow of death, our hope is that the Lord will be with us and will shepherd us through it all. What am I trying to say this morning is sometimes, sometimes our hopes get changed. Sometimes the hope that you once had is deferred to another day. Sometimes the things that you thought were so important now become so unnecessary in your life. I was listening this week to a cassette tape from 1990 of dear sister Sandy Campbell's funeral. It was wonderful. I've enjoyed putting these tapes together for the classic firstborn that we're going to hear on Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays. I, I heard Sister Cass playing the piano and her and her father and mother singing. The choir got up here. They sang two songs that day. Senior pastor had a little bit of a higher voice in that day than he does now. And their senior pastor preached the word that day. And one of the passages he quoted is a passage of Scripture that comforts, comforts us during the most difficult challenges in life. Psalm, the 23rd chapter. We're all familiar probably with Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. And let me just stop right there. Something that struck me, though, as I listened was this statement from our senior pastor back in 1990. He said this, There can be no shadows in the valley of darkness unless there was at least a glimmer of light. Something hit me whenever senior pastor said that. And let me tell you and say that again. There can be no shadows in the valley of darkness unless there was at least a glimmer of light. One person said it this way. Where there is light, there must be shadow. Where there is shadow, there must be light. There is no shadow without light and no light without shadow. You might feel this morning that all hope is gone and that hope has been deferred in your life. And if you're in the valley of the shadow of the spiritual death this morning, I want you to know this precious truth again that where there is a shadow, there is a light. What are you saying this morning, Anthony? What am I, what am I saying is this. What I am asking you to do this morning is to serve Search for the light in the darkness. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Ah, 
I'm getting ready to preach here this morning in this room. Let me remind you that not only did God create the light and call it good in Genesis 1, but just a few short verses later, He said, even in the night, even in the night, even in the night, when I divide the light of the day to the dead of the night, even in the night, I will send out something to reflect the light of the day. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let me read it to you in Genesis 1, 16 through 19. God's getting ready to do something in your room. Why don't you just start to act like you're here at 8213 North Alpine Road. I feel the Holy Ghost. And this type of service that I'm feeling this morning, people would be running the aisles. And people would be shouting just like they are here this morning. But even in your room here this morning, God can do something in your house. Let me tell you, Genesis 1, 16, 19. Maybe seated, God made two great lights. Listen, listen. The greater light to rule the day. The lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. And God set them in the ferment of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And to rule over the day and over the night. To divide the light from the darkness. And God saw it was good. And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. God said, I'm going to make a light that's going to shine in the darkness. And even in your night, there's going to be a light in the sky that's reflecting off the light of day. And he went past that and said, Woo, it's good. Like a moonlit night, dark and light. Let me tell that again like a moonlit night. Dark and light can be sensed at the same time. Because the moon reflects the sun's light. So even in the night, there is a reflection of light. Let me tell you this morning, the reflection from the sun, S-O-N, not S-U-N, is still shining in the midst of the darkness, and you can make it through the valley of the shadows. Don't let your heart be sorry any longer. Rise up today and say, I can make it through this valley because I see a shadow. The light might be hidden for a time, but it's still there. It might look like it's difficult. It might be barely shining, but the light is still there. I think someone is getting ready to get happy in your living room here today. Let me tell you what happened a few weeks ago during live stream at someone's home. I mentioned it on Testimony Tuesday. I said a few weeks ago, if someone feels to take a lap around your house, do it right now. And one young lady 
said, I took that challenge. I took a lap around my house. And the sickness that was on me, I was instantly healed when I came back to the place that I started from. I'm telling you, it might look like shadows are in our life and hope is deferred. But God. He's still the same. He's still the same. He's still the same. Someone give God praise wherever you're at this morning. Why don't you say he's still the same? He's still the same. He's still the same. When the sun, earth, and moon are aligned perfectly or nearly so, with earth between the sun and the moon, Earth's shadow falls onto the lunar surface, facing the night side of the planet, such that the shadow gradually darkens the full moon, causing what we know as a lunar eclipse. During those few moments that the earth comes together and the moon is hid, the sun almost seems like it sets. The animals become confused. They start going to their nests. They start going to their dens to go to sleep. The nocturnal animals start coming out because they think it's night. The birds whistle their evening tune. But just in a matter of minutes later, the darkness that once covered the earth starts to turn back the, turn the light back on. I've come with a message of hope this morning that it feels like the last few months has been a total eclipse of our heart as the song says but the night and the total eclipse is not going to last forever the darkness is only temporary look up in the sky and you can see an outline where the sun is I know it's been covered up by the things of this world but get ready if I can just have the spirit of T.D. Jakes come on me and say get ready get ready get ready get ready get ready cause the sun is about to shine again in your life. The darkness and the devil has been trying to take advantage of the darkness that he thinks has come over this world. I can almost hear as he says, this is my time to come out to put the finishing touches on the church and on this world. This is my time to get the church to cower in the corner. But what the devil failed to realize is this is just a shadow. It's only a shadow. It's only a shadow. The sun is starting to shine again. Devil, you thought you could move into some cities and some churches that came together for parking lot services. You thought a $500 ticket would shut them down. You thought the threat of going to jail would shut them down. You thought house arrest or whatever else has been thrown against the church or will be thrown against the church will stop us and shut us down. But I come with news today, devil. What you didn't understand 
understand is the sun is still shining in the midst of the night. And one day the night will come to an end and light will again overcome darkness. And we will come out of this stronger, better. I'm getting ready to close. Some of you say, well, will anyone ever come back to a physical building again? Some say those days are over. Some say it'll be years before we can come back. I say I know that hope has been deferred for a little bit. It's made our hearts sick. But when the doors open again, We are going to see, I prophesy and proclaim in Jesus' name that we are going to see men and women come through the doors that are ready to be baptized in Jesus' name. You've been watching the live streams. You've been watching the devotionals. And you're saying, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Shadows are scary kid dancing in the room, the shadows, I scared, I put my head under the covers, thinking it would all go away, but here's something about shadows, shadows can't hurt you, and number two, listen now, shadows are always bigger than the source, you think that devil is real big, and it's cowering over, And you see the shadow as it stretches across that room. And you say, my God, it's across my family. It's across my marriage. It's across my husband. It's across this whole house. Let me tell you, the devil is about this big. But when the shadow of the light comes through, it makes him look like a huge monster. Let me tell you, this morning, the devil is a nobody. He is a good for nothing. And we have all power. All power has been given unto us through the Holy Spirit to tread on the devil and put him under our feet. Don't be worried. Don't let your hope be deferred. He is a liar. I know this is what I'm doing, Jeremiah 29. I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. God's got it all planned out. Plans to take care of you not abandon you plans to give you the future you hope for hope deferred makes you sick but to know that God has a future for us makes us know that everything is going to be alright Romans 15 now the God of hope as the praise team comes fill you with all joy and peace and believing that you may abound in all hope through the power of the Holy Ghost this is not hope deferred this is hope right now somebody needs to start praising God for what he is doing in your life yeah I said I have been loose I've been set free pardon me a moment while I have a jubilee I feel the joy of the Holy Ghost 
all over me. Oh, sing it now. Come on. Say, joy of the Lord, feeling fresh on me. I feel the joy of the Lord. I feel the joy of the Holy Ghost. I feel the joy. I feel the joy of the Lord on me. Let me give you some more scripture here. Romans 12 and 12. Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. Psalm 39, 7. And now, Lord, what wait I for? My hope is in Thee. Deuteronomy 31 and 6. Be strong and of good courage. Fear not. Do not be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, He it is that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. You say, how can I have hope? It's because I have faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. It's kind of like the nighttime. I see the moon as it gets gives light. But I know that tomorrow morning about 5 or 6 a.m. The sun will peek through the skies again. And light will come. I don't know how this is going to play out. We're seeing change in America, some for the bad. But I want to talk to you about some of the good. There's a great awakening happening. And I know God is going to get glory out of this. I know it's tough right now, but I'm asking you to keep believing. Keep hoping. But if we hope for the things that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it? It says in Romans 8, Proverbs 23 says, Surely there is a future and your hope will not be cut off. There is a future. There is a hope for tomorrow. Why don't you start with making the best of today and look and say, My hope will no longer be deferred any longer. Oh, I have been loose. I've been set free. Pardon me a moment while I have a jubilee. I feel the joy of the Holy Ghost all over me. Don't defer your hope. I have been. I have been loosed. I've been set free. Pardon me a moment while I have a jubilee. I feel the joy of the Holy Ghost all over me. Oh, I feel. I feel the joy of the Lord. One last thing. I used to think this passage in Proverbs meant that when we don't get the thing we have been hoping for, our heart gets sick. But I think it actually means when hope gets deferred, not when we don't get what we're hoping for, that's when we get heart sick. In other words, no matter where we are in the process we call life, we must never lose hope. Because when hope is deferred, our heart gets sick. But when we hope, it's like a tree of life. It's kind of like the story. The man at that place that 
where the angel went, the stirring of the water, there at Bethesda, the place that Beth in the Hebrew means house, house of, of mercy or house of grace, but on the other side, Hesda means shame or disgrace. And there that man was in shame and disgrace, but he was at the place of hope and mercy. But his problem was he couldn't get in the water when those angels stirred the waters at a certain season and time. And you know what happened? His hope became deferred. Why do I say that? Because when Jesus came by, He had to ask Him a simple question. Do you want to be healed? He said, oh yeah, but you don't understand. I don't have anyone to put me in the water when the water stirs. Let me tell you, all hope was gone in His life because the past many years He sat there time after time after time after time watching everybody else get their miracle but He can never get His. But when Jesus came by, He said, I don't want your hope to be deferred any longer. If you want to rise up, then I can say right now, grab my hands. Rise up and be healed. I'm talking to someone today that all hope has been deferred. You've seen after miracle, after miracle, after miracle happen to someone else. But Jesus has just stepped into your room and said, do you want to be healed this morning? If so, rise up. Rise up and say, I have been loosed. I've been set free. Pardon me a moment while I have a jubilee. I feel the joy. Like the Holy Ghost, me. Oh, sing it again. Say, I feel the joy, joy of the Lord falling. All over me. Well, I'm a little tired of the devil's games, keeping me in bondage to my sorrows and shame. I deserve better. I won't go another day. I'm here to claim deliverance in Jesus' name. I feel the joy. I feel the joy of the Lord delivering me. I feel the joy of the Holy Ghost. All over me, we'll sing it again. I feel the joy of the Lord pulling. I have been loose. I have been loose. I've been set free. Pardon me a moment while I have a jubilee. I feel the joy all over me. Come on, sing that one more time. I have been loose. I have been loose. I've been set free. Pardon me a moment while I have a jubilee. I feel the joy. I pray that God will bless you this morning. I pray that He will keep you. I pray that His face shines upon you wherever you're at this morning. And I pray if hope has been deferred in your life, I pray that it won't be deferred after this morning. We can hope for a better tomorrow and embrace the day we have been given. I love you all. God bless you. I hope to see you at 2 o'clock for drive through prayer. Come on, I feel the joy of the Lord falling. Rest on me, I feel the joy of the Lord delivering me. I feel the joy of the Holy Ghost. I said it's all over me. 
I feel the joy of the Lord pulling. I feel the joy of the Holy Ghost all over me. Have a great day. Love you all. Every tongue confess Jesus Christ is Lord forever. Hallelujah. And every knee shall bow. And every tongue confess Jesus Christ is Lord forever. Every knee shall bow. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess Jesus Christ is Lord forever. He is King of Kings. He is King of Kings. He is Lord of Lords. Jesus Christ is Lord forever. I can't stop praising His name. I Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Praising His name, Jesus. I can't stop praising His name. I just can't stop praising His name. I just can't stop praising His name, Jesus. Amen.